It's Tidy Tuesday, y'all. Welcome to the Tidy Tuesday podcast, a project of the R4DS online learning community. I'm your host, John Harmon. This is episode two for week 36 of 2019. Last week, we posted a data set about guest stars on The Simpsons from Wikipedia. Thanks again to Andrew Collier for scraping and submitting that data set. You can find the data for this and every Tidy Tuesday on our GitHub at github.com slash r4datascience slash tidytuesday. That's R-F-O-R data science. Once again, there were a lot of great submissions. Two general categories stood out to me, and I'm going to talk about those here. Number one was visualizations that capture the Simpsons style, and number two was network graphs showing the relationships between guest stars. One of my favorite submissions for the first category was by Gil Enrique, that's at underscore G-I-L underscore H-E-N-R-I-Q-U-E-S on Twitter. He used jitter and some other ggplot2 tricks to make what looked like a hand-drawn plot and then he put it on a background image of Bart writing on the chalkboard. It was really cool. I definitely recommend taking a look at it. And he also submitted it relatively early in the week. And so a lot of people had time to play with it and to remix it into their own creations, including a walkthrough that was put together by Gina Reynolds. That's at E-V-A-M-A-E-R-E-Y on Twitter. And that leads me to my first technique for this week, which is working with GitHub. Fork means to make your own copy of a project. Clone means to copy that project from GitHub to your local machine. You can do this by creating a new project in RStudio and then choosing version control as the type of project. Pull means to copy updates from one repository to another. That can be from GitHub to your machine or from one repository on GitHub to a different repository on GitHub, for example. Commit means to save your work to a checkpoint. Push means to upload your commits to GitHub. And then a pull request is when you ask someone to merge your changes into their code. You can learn more about working with Git in R at happygitwithr.com. That's happygitwithr.com. That's an online book by Jenny Bryan. She's at Jenny, B-R-Y-A-N, on Twitter, and she's always super helpful. A great example of the network graph category of visualizations was submitted by Jake Kaup. That's at Jake, K-A-U-P-P, on Twitter. He created a Simpson guest star co-occurrence network. It shows the relationships between guest stars. There are six frequent guest stars that are at the center. That's Marsha Wallace, who's Edna Krabappel and a couple of other characters. Joe Montaigne, who's Fat Tony. Kelsey Grammer as Sideshow Bob. Frank Welker as various animals, including Santa's Little Helper. And the late, great Phil Hartman as Troy McClure, Lionel Hutz, and several other characters. To understand what's happening in Jake's code, it's helpful to know some network graph vocabulary. A network graph is a mathematical model of relationships between entities. Those entities are called nodes. Those are the objects that make up the network. And then they're connected by edges. In addition, graphs can be directed, where the edges have a direction, or undirected. To work with network graphs in R, the easiest thing to do is to download two packages by Thomas Lynn Peterson. He's at ThomasP85 on Twitter. Those packages are TidyGraph 
which is a way to work with graphs using dplyr syntax. The one thing you have to know from that is he has activate to focus on nodes or edges. And the second package is ggraph, g-g-r-a-p-h. This extends ggplot2 for network graphs, and he just released version 2.0, which is a little bit easier to work with than 1.0. So this is a great time to start working with network graphs. To see more of last week's visualizations, be sure to take a look at the links in our show notes, at the TidyTuesday hashtag on Twitter, and at the TidyTuesday.rocks shiny app by Neil Grantham. This week, we're looking into Moore's Law, the observation that the number of transistors on integrated circuits doubles about every two years. This observation was made by Intel co-founder Gordon E. Moore as early as 1965, originally using seven observations, but it has held up ever since. This is based on another blog from Our World in Data, this time by Max Roser and Hannah Ritchie. They have a lot of visualizations on their blog again to serve as inspiration, so I'm interested to see what everyone comes up with. For this week's tidy technique, we're taking a look at the scale functions in ggplot2 for continuous x and y aesthetics. The main functions are scale x continuous and scale y continuous. They have arguments for the name of the scale, the breaks, which can be a numeric vector or a function that takes the limits and returns breaks, the minor breaks, which works the same way, labels, which can be a character vector or a function that takes the breaks and returns labels, limits, which is a length two numeric vector, expand, which is used to determine how far the scale should extend beyond the limits, OOB for how to handle out-of-bounds values, NA.value to replace missing values, trans to use a named transformation or a transformation object from the scales package, position to identify whether the scale should be on the left or right or the top or bottom, and sec.axis to specify a secondary axis if you absolutely must, but be very careful if you're doing that. The other continuous scales based on those two functions are scale x and scale y reverse, scale x and scale y sqrt for square root, and scale x and scale y log 10. That last one is useful for data that grows exponentially, and it might be useful this week. I'd like to thank you for listening to the Tidy Tuesday podcast. I'd like to give a special thank you to David Robinson and Matt N. Micus for supporting the show on Patreon. Your hex stickers will be in the mail soon. If you enjoy the podcast, check us out at patreon.com slash tidytuesday. A $1 per episode pledge will get you a mention on the show, and $2 gets you a Tidy Tuesday or R4DS hex sticker, and probably both. You can find us online at r4ds.online for show notes or to join our Slack. At r4ds community, that's r the number four ds community on Twitter, and at tidypod on Twitter, where I'll talk about the show. You can find me on Twitter at j o n t h e g e e k or at johnthegeek.com. We'll be back next week with a new data set. Until then, always be learning and keep it tidy.